And welcome to the Bullet Hole Podcast. I'm Lyle Cadell, the media manager here at the Bullet Hole. And we just got off the range. Yes, Gre- we did. It's Greg Langner, our, our master gunsmith. By the way, we are always brought to you by... Custom Built Firearms. Whether at the in the home, at the range, or in the field, it's... Custom Built for life. That's right. So, come down. If you're wondering what that is, by the way, if you're wondering... Custom built guns. What, what are you talking about? Uh, we build a line of ARs uh, all the way up to an AR-10, so AR-9s, uh, pistols, and and full length mm-hmm. ri- yep. carbines, and then also AR-15s, chambered in uh, 556, 300 blackout, and also in pistol versions yes, too. And then uh, the AR-10 is right now uh, barreled up in 308. 308 for now. But, uh, 18s and 20s. Yeah, but uh, there's there's good stuff coming down the road from Custom Built. If you want to find us, uh, we're on on the on the gram at uh, at Custom Built Guns. You can also find us on Facebook. And uh, soon, you'll be able to uh, buy not only here at the Bullet Hole but via the interwebs. So at I won't give that in address because we looking it up <laughs> and we'll find it. <laughs> uh, we'll give it out later when it, when it's live. So, anyhow, Greg, glad to have Greg. Man, we work together and have a great time. And uh, just got off the range. If you want to watch that range portion of this podcast, um, we have a video podcast. So, I know people are like, "What? What? 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 what, what? You have a what? What?" <laughs> yep. This is what I like to call a twofer. Yeah, we have we have a yep. video podcast, so you can actually listen to it. Uh, you may be listening to it right now on uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Tunes, whatever your you know choice is. But uh, we also drop a lot of our, our content on our YouTube channel, and uh, the other half of this content that we're going to be talking about today is on our YouTube channel. So you will. You, you know, you can watch us talk, and we, we're going to drop some, some bombs and some evaluations, I think. Yep. Uh, but if you really want to watch the good stuff and the proof in the pudding, um, then uh, go look up our, our our YouTube channel. That's the Bullet Hole KC. So, I, I, I might also add that the uh, the video is worth watching because the, the tail end of that was... <laughs> 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 yeah, go watch the video. That's it's, right. It's good. So a yeah. uh, little teaser there for you. So anyhow, what we did, um, we had this idea that we want to pattern some some shotguns, and not only shotguns, but really shotgun loads. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, shotguns are a big thing for home defense right now uh, in our country, with uh, kind of the turmoil that's going on. Long guns are, are a big buy, um, and uh, home defense, uh, the shotgun is um, statistically the big man stopper. Yep. And it is. I mean, Clint Smith colloquially said that uh, pistols put holes in people mm-hmm. and rifles put holes through people and I can't finish out the rest of that in a um, in a G-rated way but um, <laughs> Clint said that uh, in essence shotguns um, cause people to come and uh, scoop things up off the floor oh. and, uh, <laughs> and it's true but we're going to maybe put some myths. Uh, we have the targets down here and everything. Um, and you can, like I said, go onto our YouTube channel and actually watch the shooting take place at 10 yards. 
So, Greg, why don't you tell us a little bit about the guns uh, first and what we were using, or what you were using, excuse me. So, real stuff. quick, uh, I, I kind of wanted to jump in on a couple things you said. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, along with Clint Smith, uh, there's a reason why the Germans wanted us to uh, not use shotguns anymore with the uh, Geneva Convention. They're absolutely destructive. Uh, if you need to uh, make a hole or make a path yeah. that you can walk through, <laughs> uh, the shotgun does it. Uh, you know, on top of that, I, I always like to joke about, uh, you know, our, our uh, presidential candidate uh, that's also in the race, uh, Joe Biden. He uh, recommends that you also need a shotgun, um, not for firing at people, of course. <laughs> and he, he says to fire it indiscriminately off your balcony or porch, uh, just up in the air, um, which defeats the point of the, the shotgun to begin with. But uh, he recommends one, too, so might be onto something there. Uh, so the two guns we use today— One thing, Joe, has go going. On. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> the, the one thing. Um, so the two shotguns we use today, uh, we used a 18-and-a-half-inch uh, uh, Remington 870. Um, it's a cylinder bore. Uh, which means it's essentially an unrestricted choke. Uh, so the the bore is uh, dimensionally the same uh, front to back on the shotgun. Uh, with that being said, this is a... Uh, I want to say this gun was made in the 70s. Mm. Uh, it was a police trade-in uh, from a large city here in Kansas. Uh, I picked it up. We, we you know I've, I've worked for a couple companies that... Um, uh, did a lot of law enforcement trading and all that good stuff. Uh, I picked this one up for some special reasons uh, that I'm not going to go into on the podcast, uh, but this shotgun does have kind of a cool history. Um, the other gun uh, is a Benelli M4. Uh, that's my, uh, how do I explain it? That, that gun just lays the hate. Uh, that's the smoothest <laughs> shotgun I've ever fired, period, uh, for the semi-autos. Uh, runs no matter what you feed it as long as you keep it just lightly lubricated it, it does not choke uh, recoil on it is smooth uh, even with those three inches that we'll talk about here in a little bit it's really not bad to shoot ever uh, I, I love shooting that gun uh, it is also an 18 and a half inch barrel and it has a improved cylinder which is just a slight choke uh, improved cylinder is a common uh, defensive choke because you can still fire slugs through it uh, without uh, obstructing the bore or restricting the bore. Uh, so both these guns can fire game loads, buckshot, slugs, whatever you want. Uh, to go back to the 870 real quick, too, the reason why I have a pistol grip on there is uh, because this gun is uh, set up so that I could run like less lethal loads through it. So I, I'm not a huge fan of uh, non-stock shotguns, which we'll get into a little bit mm -hmm. more of that here in a minute. Yeah. Um, but with less lethal loads and, and fun stuff like that, there's virtually no recoil to it. So you don't really need a stock. And uh, if you're shooting less lethal, you know, you, you can punch the gun out and not worry about mitigating recoil or controlling the gun quite as much as you have to with uh, with live ammo. The M4 is actually, um, I believe, fielded one of, one of the fielded guns mm -hmm. by our military. Yeah, it's... Uh, M1014, uh, I believe, is the military yeah. designation for it. And this, this gun actually is one of the 1014 uh, series guns. It's a it's an older M4 before they started neutering the uh, civilian options. Hmm. So it's got, the, it's got the proper buffer tube on there so that you could put the collapsible stock on there. Um, I have the, the super cool-looking collapsible stock for it. Um, 
it probably belongs in a trash can though. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that <laughs> I've stuck, done that. Been there, done that. Yeah, that stuck broke during a competition, and the gun punched me in the face, and I almost threw the whole rig downrange because it, it was not fun. Yeah. Uh, so it, it uh, yeah, it has a Mesa Tactical Urbino stock on there now. So it's medium length of pull. It's not quite as long as the uh, the original stock. The the length of pull on the factory stock is uh, built for seven foot giants. <laughs> Um, it's, it's horrendously long. And that's one thing that if you do get a shotgun, um, whether it's for home defense or for, you know, for, uh, you know, going out and shooting skeet or, or whatever, um, and, and those who do shoot, um, skeet you know, or, or other competitions know length of pull is, is very, very, very important. And, um, yes, it's, you know, if you get a, a shotgun, I, I sold one that it was going to cost me more to fix it to the length of pull that I needed mm-hmm. than it was down the gun. Yep. And um, so I sold it. But, yeah, and the length of pull is very, very important. Um, we didn't even had even think about talking about that. But Real quick, just to define length of pull, that's uh, measurement from the mm-hmm. face of the trigger to the uh, – absolute butt of the stock it's generally measured at a right angle um from your elbow to your tip of your finger yep yep that's the way you fit length of pull yeah uh, but yeah if you were to measure it with a ruler face your trigger to the butt of the stock yeah so <clears throat> to start out with we uh we did uh six loads was it six yep. loads yep okay and the, the six loads were uh why don't we just we'll just go through the Instead of guessing, we'll kind of go through these. Move the microphone over here. Interestingly enough, what do you got first there? All right, so I've got a Federal Top Gun number 8 shot. It's common for 3-gun. Number 8 shot is a game load as well. Uh, So it's it's a lot of teeny tiny uh, pellets in the shot. Yep. And by a lot, I mean I mean a it's lot. A hunt, a lot. It's a hunting load. Yeah, it's it's yeah. commonly for aerial targets, not uh, not people targets. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, with that uh, reflected is so in our in our testing. And, here. and then people can come into the store and buy you know field loads that would be seven, six shot. Um, I used to reload with my dad, so I mean, and then number eight is is getting to where it's about the lightest load. So, what'd you get out of that? So, to start with, all of our testing was done at 10 yards. Uh, we're using uh, the FBI Q target, which is also conveniently the Kansas Concealed Carry qualification target as well. So, if you guys are familiar with that target, uh, it's the classic milk bottle. Uh, so, with that, uh, on the Benelli, um, at 10 yards, all of the shot uh, landed on target. However, um, you know, even with a with a dead center hold on the target, uh, there was some shot that was about a half inch away from uh, leaving uh, the intended impact area and uh, missing the target. Uh, so with that, um, you know, the game loads they'll they'll make their hits uh, with improved cylinder in the eighteen and a half inch gun. Uh, ballistically speaking, though, it's uh, kind of like peppering up a steak. Uh, yeah. It doesn't, and do we didn't, a whole lot. and it, we didn't test that today. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it was it was more of accuracy and, and the effect of and patterning and that type of thing. Um, moving on to the eight seventy, 
which is it had the pistol grip. Yep. Um, so the 870, um, I held dead center on the on the target, uh, but everything might not have been dead center. Uh, it trended uh, the shot trended to the uh, the left of the target, mm-hmm. and about 25 percent of the shot is is off target. Uh, and when I say off target, it's still on the paper, uh, but it, it's off the intended impact area. Uh, so you've got a lot of potential lawsuits or collateral injury damage, you name it, uh, possible with this target. Uh, you know, on top of that, you know, the, the uh, 870 cylinder bore, so that, that game load was more or less unrestricted as it flew mm-hmm. down range. So uh, I was all over the place. And then next we had. So next we had the Winchester. Yeah, this this stuff was uh, was really stiff. Uh, you'll see that in the in the mm-hmm. video. Uh, so this was Winchester Double X Magnum Double Lot Buck Twelfth Pellet, uh, two and three quarters. On the Benilliam Four, we had about a six inch group, uh, so it, it patterned really really well uh, for the number of pellets that were in it. Um, you know, the, the, the proof is in the pudding. Uh, I put the front sight square on the little cue that's right in the middle of the target. And one of those pellets went straight through the Mm cue. Uh, everything else is clustered just below that. Uh, looks great. It doesn't get a whole lot better than that. Well, well, I wanted to address Mm -hmm. something, but we'll do it here in a little little bit. That was with the Benellium four. That's improved cylinder. Mm -hmm. A little bit more constriction there. So, so you, could, you could probably go up to a, uh, a modified or a full, um, and, and that's going to make a difference with that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the other thing that people don't think about, too, uh, when they buy you know, a shotgun. Uh, you screw in chokes for the Benelli, mm-hmm. Berettas, and Remingtons, and Mossbergs, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they have screw-in chokes, and so you could go up. You know, and Carlson, and we carry chokes in in, in the store and stuff, but um, Carlson choke tubes and all that. Yep. However, that's going to constrict the shot as it comes out, okay, if you're not familiar with shotguns. Um, and then with a, a cylinder bore, I mean, it's just, you know, straight open, it's, it's what it is. You can also, like I have, I have a modified non you know, it doesn't have screw and chokes, but it's a modified barrel mm-hmm. uh, on one of my shotguns, and and I use that for for field for for hunting, and it does a great job on um, game. But I've also u- I also use it or have it available for home defense if I want it anyhow. And I've actually went on pattern stuff, uh, and it's interesting what it does oh, yeah. with with that. So that's something to think about is is what you know, construction that you're going to have and what you're going to be working with. So when you come into the store or whatever and you're interested, you know, in these different things and nuances, ask the guys before you buy the shotgun, you know, does it have screw-in chokes? Can I do anything? Is this this like a a straight, if you don't remember, cylinder bore? Is this like just a straight uh, tube, you know? It's a, it's a pirate gun. Yeah. Whatever you stuffed <laughs> in there, it blows right out the other end. <laughs> I, I, it's been maybe a week ago or so, uh, um, Carl did mm-hmm. on in range. Um, you did a test with a musketoon. Mm-hmm. Yep. And That's pretty cool. 
yeah, I'll, I'll leave it up to. I mean, give the you know, let the glory go. You know, go on to him. You know what they do over their in range TV, but um, it was cool yep. to realize that 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 Muscatoon and he did it like fifteen yards. Yep, it's interesting. Anyhow, back to where we were at. Real, real quick, the other part too on on uh, chokes is that if you potentially shoot uh, slugs, if mm. that's if that's something you want to consider. You need to stick to cylinder or improved yes. uh, cylinder. Don't go over that because then. Well, on screw-ins, yeah. Yeah, on screw-ins. Uh, yeah, it, it can get it can get funky. Uh, so mm-hmm. be very careful with that. I'll shoot. I'll mm-hmm. shoot a slug out of a out of a mm-hmm. you know a fixed modified, but not yeah. a screw-in. Yep. All right. So next we've got our eight seventy uh, with the um, again the uh, double lot double X Magnum Winchester stuff. And uh, ended up with about an 8-inch pattern. Uh, two of those pellets came off target. Uh, so that cylinder bore really let loose. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it didn't, didn't do so hot uh, compared to the Benelli with the, with the little, little group. So that, that was kind of interesting to see. Uh, the other part was controlling the gun. Uh, you know, with that heavier loading, uh, the gun pulled really hard not having a stock attached to it so that that was that was definitely something worth mentioning and what else do we have there all right next up we've got my former favorite defensive shotgun load which (laughs) is the remington tac 8 uh tac 8 is a double lot buck uh eight pellet loading two and three quarter inch it is reduced recoil uh so it's easy to shoot fast uh which is cool uh, with the uh, Benelli, I had what would have been a really good group, but we had one flyer. So what would have been a six-inch group opened out to about an eight-inch group, uh, and that one flyers way off to the side of the rest of the uh, the pattern. So, uh, and that was a dead center hold on that on that grouping too. So it is what it is. And those are commonly, uh, you know, something to whoops, something to think about. You know, um, that low, lower recoil. Um, if you're, if you're, you know, maybe looking for that for, if you have a significant other, and these are all 12 gauge, by the way. So there are 20 gauge double lots, um, out there. Maybe one day we'll, we'll, you know, do that for y'all, um, as well. And, and we'll talk about that 12 or maybe a difference between 12 and 20, but, uh, maybe your significant other and, and, and she or he, um, do you know? isn't necessarily you know super familiar with your shotgun mm-hmm. i don't you know we don't know how that may be um but uh take that into account that maybe that low recoil might might be the ticket for you i don't know you know so something to think about next up i've got the 870 uh with the tac 8 had about an eight inch group um all everything was on target mm. Uh, so not not terrible, but that that opened up quick for ten yards. That is real quick. Bad day though for, for oh absolutely whoever's on the other side of it. All right, next up. This is my new favorite uh, defensive yeah. load, and when I say new favorite, I've been using this stuff for quite a while. Same here. Um, yeah. Attack eight was just the the precursor to this stuff so this is uh the federal flight control two and three quarter inch double op buck eight pellet uh, out of the benelium four had about a four inch pattern yeah uh that's great at 10 yards i don't uh, even know if it was that and is it uh, might be smaller it might yeah. be about three and a half inches yeah uh, i would say 
the thing I'll mention there too is I've I've shot that stuff out of my Benelli M4 at 25 yards, and it's about a six inch group. Um, mm. it, it's basically like a fist hitting you. It's it's mm-hmm. fantastic. So people now now let's think about this for for the choice of a home defense gun. Um, and I'm I'm all for it. I died. You have. Uh, home defense weapons at my ready and i'm not going to tell you exactly what they are but um if one wants to think about it this way um well i have a a rifle and i prefer a rifle with 30 rounds uh or uh, over a shotgun as do i you know well i'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying for myself Uh, and and i anyhow i i do have a i do yeah I, i i have that at the ready as well however i I have a shotgun at the ready so um those that was nine pellets Mm -hmm. and you can get the eight pellet version of flight Uh, control as well that was uh eight pellets oh that's the eight pellet version okay that's the real good stuff um of flight control from Mm -hmm. federal now think about this that's with one pull of the trigger that's eight pellets that are 33 caliber that's over the size of a 32 ACP, in between the 32 ACP and a, a well, 357 size or a nine millimeter size projectile. That's eight of them with one pull of the trigger. With the one pull of the trigger with a rifle, you know, if you're using a 556, five, it's a, you know, 224 mm-hmm. or, well, yeah, 22 caliber yep. projectile going down range with one pull. Now, and I understand the whole argument, and, I, and yeah, I have one at the ready to, um, you know, control and liabilities and all the, you know, those type of things. But if you're looking for maximum impact, <laughs> if you want to make impact in, in, in a nefarious person's life who are f- doing a felonious act of invading your domicile or, you know, however it may be, you know, maybe it's you have it as a truck gun and, um, Unfortunately, in the time we live and, and you get in a bad situation, you don't have a rifle. All you have is a shotgun. Yep. That's, I mean, that, you know, that's maybe the case with some folks. I don't have $1,000 for a rifle. Mm-hmm. And I have a shotgun, and I keep it in the truck or I keep it at home. And um, I, there was a lady I, I read of here not long ago, and uh, she held a guy at gunpoint with a shotgun, a single-shot shotgun. This 70-some-year-old lady. Mm-hmm. And he was scared crapless, man. Yeah, I don't want to take it from any of them. Even even <laughs> if it's loaded with game loads, I'd, yeah. I'd still pass. But if you the man stopper is is a and, and that's statistics. I mean, Greg Elifritz uh, did a uh, what was it a five year study, I believe, somewhere along there over seventeen hundred yeah. shootings. Yeah, he he put together a really and, good report. And on it that. Uh, you can find it. You can Google it up. Greg, Greg Elifritz um, and uh, did that, and uh, in the what came out? Eighty-four percent. I know it was higher than that. I believe uh, efficacy was mm-hmm. a twelve-gauge shotgun. Yep. I mean, it's just the way it is. What do you have left over there? So the uh, eight seventy uh, pattern with the federal flight, flight control. control. Uh, this group was so tight that uh, you'd probably see light on the other side. Yeah, I mean that's uh, interesting. I mean, it, it, yeah. It held together. It's probably a two-inch group. Uh, with the federal flight control, I mean, if, uh, it, it is exactly one hole. Uh, they didn't even separate. Uh, it yeah. is one hole in the target. If you watch the YouTube video, you'll see it. 
Um, it's impressive. Uh, that's that's about as good as it gets. That's nine, yeah. or excuse me, eight pellets. Just like I was describing, eight pellets that are almost nine millimeter. Um, going downrange. Yep. And one hole. The other interesting part too is usually Golly, with uh, with buckshot, uh, your velocities are up there with nine millimeter. Yeah, you know, around thirteen to yeah. fifteen hundred yep. feet per second. Yep. So if not and at nine mil velocity, it's faster than yeah. now. You know, with with pellets, you're not dealing with jacketing, so that lead's not going to create quite the same amount of cavitation mm-hmm. per pellet. Uh, but when you add it all up, that's uh, that's a pretty messy. Oh my gosh, dude. Deal. I yeah. mean, for that right there, that, I mean, yep. all in one, I mean, we're literally talking about, I mean, if you're watching the size of this microphone right here, or the, your fist, if you put your mm-hmm. fist together, if you're listening, and you, and you looked at it, you know, with your thumb on top, that, that circle right there, just think about eight 33 caliber pellets going in that, in that yep. size of a hole, uh, that, that's, it's devastating, and, and, and I will put this in as a 2A argument as well. There are folks that want to take this away from us mm-hmm. uh, actively, and they're they're doing it right now. Um, and we're in election time right now as we as we record this. Uh, keep that in mind, please. Yep. There are people that want to take these that we are rightfully and legally um, can own if you're not a felon. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to take that ability. And, and they, people think, oh, I'm not going to take my shotgun. I'm not going to have my shotgun. No, they are. Go to California and check it out, okay? <laughs> I'm, it's you that know. slippery slope where they will yeah. uh, gnaw on one end of it, and you know it's it's like giving your yeah. dog a rawhide, uh, depending on the dog, because like my dog sails through them, but uh, you know they're going to start gnawing on one edge of it, and mm-hmm. before you know it, they're through the whole thing. Because that uh, magazine tube holds, you know, what you're, yeah. well, you're just well, that, seven rounds. That gun topped off. Rounds. I can fit nine rounds in because yeah. the Benelli. Okay. The Benelli is unique. If you take your time on loading it, uh, you can actually do what we call ghost loading it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically ghost loading is where you set a spare uh, cartridge underneath the uh, the bolt uh, and close it up. So um, I can put one in the chamber and then have eight in the gun. Uh, so that's seven in the tube, one on the carrier, one in the chamber for nine yeah. rounds. So mm-hmm. if, you, if, keep, keep, if you're listening to it, this in 2020 – in 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 fixing to be it's October right now, but gonna be November and getting around election yeah, season. In a flash. Um, yeah, think about that. Because yeah, we're we're exactly halfway through the month, so we're yeah. what twenty days out, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So anyhow, back, off the off the politics thing, but mm-hmm. please please do we we're all pro two A here, man. So so last uh, last but not least, uh, you know a lot of people are the go big or go home type. Uh, <laughs> This was go big or go home. This is uh, Fiocchi three inch double op buck, uh, twelve pellet. Yeah. And uh, out of the M4, nice and soft, yeah. just like everything else. Out of the 870. Ooh, show boy. that, show that yeah. real quick there. So. We're gonna take a break. All right. So this is the Benelli here. Um, yeah. Ten pellets on, two pellets off, and then let me uh, let me pull up the 870 here real quick, and then we'll take our breather. And that was uh, you have to watch. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch the <laughs> video to, watch, to understand this. Um, out of the 870 without the stock, uh, this is me, um, and this this kind of goes to demonstrate what we're going to talk about next, yeah. uh, which is being able to control the gun. Um, 
most of my pellets left the target. Uh, and, you know, I, I shoot a lot, but uh, sometimes anticipation and all that fun stuff does get the best of us. So uh, that was a good learning point to, uh, to talk about. And we'll do that right after this. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Bullet Hole Podcast. I'm Lyle Cadell, the media manager here at the Bullet Hole. And uh, we're in with Greg Langner, our, our gunsmith. We just have been discussing shotguns and, and what we did this afternoon, patterning some, yep. some shotguns. So uh, talking about home defense and so on and so forth. And we're going to segue now uh, into that idea of control. Um, so you have a pistol grip there. On an 870, um, and and folks, yeah, it's it's real nice to put in the truck that away. Um, it's nice that we think, you know, that you know, safety check that dude, and uh, we think, man, for the home, you know, I can just shoot from the hip, right? Uh, yeah. How's that gonna work out? Not well. Okay. He he aimed mm-hmm. with the with. The biggest fattest thing we had here. Yep. Uh, and you're a, you're an experienced shooter, and what happened? Uh, most of the pellets ended up off target. Yeah, that's and aiming. It, and it hurt to put that round down range. Yeah. Because uh, all yeah. that inertia is coming right back into your hand. Yep. Yeah. So it might not be. It's up to you guys how much pain that you want to endure. That's that's all up to you. It's free nation. You know, it's free country. You can do what you want to do. Um. Uh, but probably not the best option if you're going to be popping off buckshot. Not um, even, not even remotely. And like this isn't even as short as a shockwave. Yeah. Is this is a full length pistol gripped shotgun, but it is it is not a shockwave. So you've got an extra four inches of barrel on here, mm-hmm. and um, even those extra four inches didn't really do a whole lot to help. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's it's gnarly. And it, you know, and I would say this: I've shot a shockwave. I don't know mm-hmm. if you, you shot a yes. TAC fourteen or shockwave. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting if you put the right loads through them and you hold it right, they're fine. Yep. Um, I've ran double lot. Uh, I ran slugs through uh, just just to find out what kind of <laughs> pain it would what was through a shockwave, and um. Two ways, by the way. I ran it with a brace on it, mm-hmm. hand off. Yep. And it, I tell you what, it, it was flat out painful to to run a slug or oh high yeah. high end buckshot through that thing. So with but, the, you know, if that's what a person wants, what because we sell them. I mean, yeah. we'll sell them to you all day long. You you want a tack fourteen or a shockwave? We'll sell them to you all day long. <laughs> well, there's a the the thing with a shockwave is is that you can actually make that a really effective weapon uh, if you do a little bit of uh, legwork on it. So mm-hmm. uh, there's a company out there. The name of it escapes me right now, um, but they make a little plug adapter that allows you to to shoot uh, the Aguila oh, mini shells yes. out of it. Yes, yes. And yes. I've patterned one with the Aguila minis. Really, and it's controllable. Um, it's soft shooting. Um, it's it's really not a bad uh, not a bad rig. Uh, you huh. can put slugs or or buck through it. Yeah, um, I, I mean I've mm-hmm. seen the. We, in fact, yeah. we have them over at the shop. 
Uh, I think we're, we're out right now, but we, right we now. regularly stock them, yeah, though. Yeah, um, Yeah, and those those little guys through the uh, the the Mossberg shockwave, mind you, because mm-hmm. I don't think they make an adapter they for don't. the 870 currently. That I know of. Uh, but that little setup, that actually runs pretty well. Mm. Uh, you still come down to the the aiming muzzle awareness issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other issue that I always like to bring up with pistol grip shotguns, too, is that um, when you uh, when you fire a pump-action shotgun, uh, the ideal method is to actually stretch the gun. Mm. Uh, so I'll hold this up for the camera, but if, you, if you're just listening in, uh, basically the idea is, is that when you shoulder a pump gun, you should be trying to pull the gun in half where the barrel meets the receiver. So you should be pulling forwards on the pump and back on the stock. Um, so with a pistol grip shotgun, you can't really do that quite as well uh, because it feels like your forearm, or not your forearm, your, your support hand is going to slide down the pump because the, the rear of the gun is not, not stabilized mm-hmm. whatsoever. Uh, so it makes it really difficult to actually stretch the gun. Um, now I'm going to double, triple check and make sure it's clear, yep, which it is. And then I'm going to demonstrate what happens when you have to pull back on both the pump or forearm and the pistol grip. So if I dry fire this gun, watch what happens. The pump's not unlocked. It should be opening up. Now I, I jiggled the forearm and now the gun's opening up. So under stress, if I'm pulling back on the pump and pressing the trigger, I can't cycle the gun until mm-hmm. I relax a little bit, and then the gun unlocks. Yeah. And um, I, I was always taught, you mm-hmm. know, in defensive shooting, mm-hmm. you know, to run with the inertia. So, yep. you know, when you're mm-hmm. r- really running a gun. Yeah, but that, that involves stretching the gun out because right. you're pulling exactly. the muzzle down and then, and then pulling and then the stock in your shoulder Um where you can't really do that quite as well in these pistol grip setups. You can kind of do it on the shockwave because that bird's head kind of has a bulb towards the end of it. It's uh, a different beast, man. But, yeah, not so much on a straight pistol grip. The TAC-14 is the same yeah. way. Yeah. yeah and yep. so, uh, but, uh, I mean, if, if you uh, seriously, we don't want to talk you out of buying one. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at one right now, uh, they're, general, they're cylinder bore. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we also sell black aces. Yep. Uh, tactical. Shotguns. They have a sundry of different um, and to, interesting little to weapons. To jump back, you just brought up something really good. Is We don't want to talk you out of buying one of these, uh, but you absolutely uh, want to go and go to the range and pattern yes. it with your defensive yes. load. Because uh, if you watch the video, uh, this cylinder bore pistol grip shotgun uh, with uh, the Federal Flight Control was absolutely devastating. Awesome. It had a better group, in my yeah. opinion, than the Benelli did because uh, the wad and the uh, shot went through the the same, same exact hole. hole on the target and doesn't yeah. get much better than that. So uh, if, if I sound disparaging towards these guns, I'm really not. Uh, it's actually more or less me bringing up the points that you want to be aware of, and then ammo selection is going to be the Key. top yep. top deal. Uh, I think that's probably the biggest yeah. takeaway for us yeah. from today so was ammo, ammo, ammo selection. selection. Yep. yep. It isn't necessarily mm-hmm. the gun. I would say... I was I was shooting you know the I was doing the, the videography on this and and if you go on our YouTube channel and watch um, to watch the you know him actually shooting I mean you'll see the control that he was able to have over the Benelli 
mm-hmm. because there were three points of contact. And can yep. describe for folks what, what and some would argue there's yeah. four points of contact. Mm-hmm. So describe what those those three or four points of contact so are. So the, the key three would be strong hand, support hand, and shoulder. Uh, the fourth point of contact would be your cheek on the stock because mm-hmm. uh, then you're really locking the, the stock down into the shoulder and it's not able to slide upwards. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, even when, when you're out, you know, uh, hunting and in the, in the, in the cetera, I'd, I've done a lot of dove hunting in my mm-hmm. day and stuff like that. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm just imagining taking that out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that would be, a, that would, that'd be a lots of rounds yeah. going. Yeah. We'd just be blowing holes. This in the is sky. more of a single purpose. Game oh here. yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a tool for, uh, for, mm-hmm. for a single purpose, but that Benelli, you know, think about that as you're buying too, you know, they're tools in a toolbox yep. so they they have different uh, i know he uses uh, the golf club mm-hmm. uh, yep. analogy yep. um yeah the, so the golf so club analogy uh if you ever come into the shop and i'm in there uh you know people will say well what's what's the best all around this or all around that and i'm like no no it's like golf clubs you don't you don't go to a golf course with one club and try to play the whole game mind mm-hmm. you i'm not a golfer but i know plenty of people that are uh you know you got to have a set of clubs uh and a lot of people have more than one set of club that are avid golfers just like we have more than one set of firearms that do the same task uh but you have to identify what kind of shooting you're doing or what role you need the gun to serve and then identify what gun best fits that need for you in Mm -hmm. your budget and but if if you have a really low budget Mm -hmm. and we're hey (laughs) him and i are not rich i'll give you that right now i know i know i am not I, i am not either um and so, you know, if, if you're like, well, I, I can afford this, you know, this year mm-hmm. I could buy a shotgun. Yep. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to come in the store, mm-hmm. think about all these different things. And the biggest, I think that probably the biggest takeaway, though, is, is ammo selection. Um, yep. Whatever and, and you buy, yeah. walk out onto our range and or try a it. range. Yes. At a realistic distance, too. That's the other part. Seven uh, to ten yards. You know, or the, five to ten yards. Well, my, my advice would actually be go and, go and pace out your, your house yes. and figure yeah. out what the longest potential shot is that you might take. Because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's houses are different. Some are shotgun style. Some are split level. You know, there's True. all kinds of different deals there. Figure out what the longest potential shot is that you'll take and then pattern everything at that distance uh, and then go from there. Um, yeah. Yeah, plan for the worst case scenario, and when you when you train for that worst case scenario, everything else is cake. Yeah, and we may talk on another occasion. I, I don't want to put it all into this podcast because I think shotguns. There's a lot to talk about with shotguns. Yeah, because we um, we haven't even touched really on on ballistics. Yeah, and terminal that's, ballistics. That's and everything something. Like that. yeah. there, there's a lot of YouTubing that mm-hmm. you can do on that. Uh, we just want to share our. But you need to come to our YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, come to ours <laughs> first, and then take our advice and go elsewhere. Yeah, well, so. we we will be doing. We're gonna try. We are working on getting some some ballistic medium uh, to be able to mm-hmm. do some terminal ballistics tests. But um, that I'll just just give you an idea. There are internal internal ballistics. That means in what is happening inside the barrel, the the chamber and the barrel of the gun. Okay. Then there are external ballistics that would mean what happens from the end of that that uh, that, that that barrel to the target. And then there are terminal ballistics, and that's what happens within the target itself from the payload. And and hopefully so. they're terminal ballistics. 
yeah well well that's the goal is that, you want that is all of that goal. to stay in the target meaning yeah. it's you know terminal for terminating the ballistics what, yeah. what is the end result or yeah. end path and and i mean a, a shotgun is so versatile it really is and we we will talk about that i think at another date mm-hmm. you know how versatile the shotgun yep. is I, I i think there there's a reason why they they say in america that there's one around you know the, the back door or whatever around the, one, r- one in every home every home yep. I mean, it's it's just a prolific weapon, mm-hmm. and uh, and I most mean, cheap generally. Yeah, yeah, really reasonably. Well, the priced. game loads are cheap, so if you need to practice yeah. running the gun, uh, you know, game loads are are really cheap for practicing reloading it, cycling it, shooting mm-hmm. it. Uh, the defensive stuff can get a little pricier. You know, m- like the Federal Flight Control, for example, that's usually like dollar twenty five to a dollar fifty per round. Yeah. Um, if not more, uh, but that's, it's just like carry ammo and a carry handgun. Mm. You know, you practice with your, with your FMJ training ammo and then you, you need test to fire your carry ammo, but absolutely. you don't shoot it on the regular. No, so. it's a, uh, but, uh, what would be your biggest takeaway? I mean, from, from, <laughs> from our experience out on the range, just from um, the two guns. Number one, I love my Benelli. <laughs> uh, <laughs> secondly, uh, you know, he like fell in love back in back in love oh, with his Benelli. Every every time I shoot <laughs> that thing, and I don't shoot it that often. That, yeah. That's the downside. Yeah. Uh, the other takeaway is, uh, you know, it, it just kind of proved what I already knew about ballistics with shotguns. None of this was surprising. Um, with that being said, though, the 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 one surprising part was that. Uh, the uh, flight control pattern better out of the cylinder that more than did, the improved. That, that was a little that interesting. Was um, so that was, that was a good takeaway, though, because yeah. I, I had not patterned the 870 here uh, with flight control. I had only shot that through my Benelli. Uh, mm. So that, that, was, that was a takeaway for me where I know, hey, I can load this thing up with it, and I don't really have to worry about much. That's, um, I mean, that's good. I wouldn't mind patterning it 25 yards just to push it out a yeah. little bit. Uh, it's like I think I said it earlier, but my my Benelium four that patterns that stuff at about six inch six group at twenty five. Yeah. Uh, I'd venture to guess this and is going to be six inches similar. for most people. Just 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 mm-hmm. if you're listening to this from like maybe you the, the tip of your thumb to the tip of your of your pinky mm-hmm. finger. Yep, is a six inch span. Yep. They say I don't know. Maybe with some of us hang loose. Yep. Yeah, hang loose. Yep. There you go. That's a good way to remember it. Hawaii yep. hang loose. Yep. Um, but. Um, yeah, it was just a fun time. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I had a good time. Yeah. Uh, the video is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I won't be putting any more three inches through here. Um, <laughs> if you're a friend of mine and we go to the range and shoot these things, uh, be forewarned, I might sneak one in there on yeah. you. We'll see. If you really want to have fun with a friend, yeah. that's yeah, the way that's, to do it. That's a, good way had, to, that's a good way to see if they're a real friend or not, if they can laugh it off. Or I, had that <laughs> happen. I had that happen with a turkey load. That was the so, way I was – a friend of mine – Wanted me to shoot his A thirty five, and he's like, "Here you go," mm-hmm. hands it to me, and I'm like, "Okay, what, what what's in here?" Oh, I'll just shoot it. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I've never done that to anybody. I I've let heard off of a it, three and a half inch Magnum turkey load, oh. dude, and I just turned around. I was, I don't use profanity personally, and and I was fixing to use some profanity, <laughs> like let it loose, man, because that just freaking hurt, man. Oh. You know. Oh yeah. You know, because I wasn't expecting it. And he's just sitting there laughing. He's just, he thought it was the funniest thing yep. in the world. But uh, I, I love you. If you're, if, you're, if you're watching Danny, I love you, man. <laughs> he's a good bro. So. Sure, you, sure you do. <laughs> uh, I do. No, I do. I love him to death, man. He, but uh, he thought it was funny. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, there's, there's a lot to learn with, with uh, shotguns. 
and with defensive ammunition in in the day in which we live i would encourage you come into the shop and uh, get with one of our guys or lee who sometimes is here yeah he's not necessarily paid by the bullet hole Mm -mm. but Lee knows a ton of stuff, he's, and he's one of us. He's here, and he's one of yeah, us. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's one of one he's of the actually bullet. next door waiting on me right yeah. now. He's got some guns to drop off. So there you go. Yep. So uh, and there's and then what, Larry comes in too. Yep, you got Larry, yeah. uh, Lee. Yeah. Oh gosh, there's uh, Don. Yeah, there's we have all Don, kinds of Don's helpers. A, yeah. Oh yeah. These dudes like yep. have knowledge bombs going yeah. off in their head, yep. so uh, they can maybe help you with. In fact, I know. Have we sold that Mossberg 500 yet? Uh, no, it's still here. Oh, yep. Lee's had his, he's had his, yep. you know, just his eyeballs just glued to that mm-hmm. 500, you know, it's the retro version. Yeah, it's got cherry wood on it. So if you want to retro, and, and you're, you're listening to this and it's not gone already, I don't yeah. know, he might be over there buying it right now yeah, for all come, I know. Come buy it out from uh, under Lee yeah. so I can point and laugh at him a little bit. <laughs> it's a great gun. Mm-hmm. These are Benelli's, or this is a Benelli, that's a Remington mm-hmm. 870. Yep. There's Mossberg 500s. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's tri stars, there's yep. CZs, um, uh, and and when you, for the most part, I mean uh, they're all good mm-hmm. quality shotguns, and especially for defensive purposes. Yeah, I mean, um, there's not a lot to go wrong. Uh, number one, number two, a lot of people that buy pump action shotguns don't shoot them a whole lot. Yeah, and so the wear doesn't accumulate near the speed as a handgun or anything I like do, that. I do I do appreciate uh Mossberg mm-hmm. you know, safety a little bit better than a crossbolt like you have there. And, and that's yeah. just personal preference. So I mean that's just that's all it is. It's it's almost a Ford versus Chevy argument. You yeah. know, I used to sit really yeah. middle of the road between the two. Uh quality wise they they're they're both spot on. Oh yeah. Uh I prefer the eight seventy um Older 870s, I'll say yes, that. Older, yeah, older, older 870s, 870s. I, you know, they're they're currently bankrupt and restructuring right now, sure. so we haven't seen any for, I don't know, nine Quite months or so. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, though, uh, older 870s are awesome. Uh, the other part, too, if you are a uh, tactical ninja, is that uh, the 870, you can sl- swap uh, cartridges with only dumping one round, whereas on the Mossberg oh, okay. series, yeah, yeah. you have yeah. to dump two. Uh, so, you know, from a law enforcement or tactical perspective or That's anything why. like that, you can slug swap a lot faster on uh, on the 870s. Uh, mm. So that that's one cool thing about the 870. Uh, however, you're 100% correct. The safety mechanism on the uh, Mossberg is, is far better. And, and uh, you know, my, my brother-in-law, he, he's left-handed, as, yep. as you well. You shoot right-handed, though. Yeah, I'm I'm lefty, but I shoot yeah, right, right, right eye dominant, so I, I retrained so and all he, that fun stuff. Yeah, that function is mm-hmm. a big thing to him. Yep. All his rifles that he buys, mm-hmm. everything has yep. to be up there on on the tang. So, and it's mm-hmm. you know I have a, a Savage that was handed down to me uh, by my dad, 16 gauge mm-hmm. automatic. Uh, that shot my first pheasant with. It's cross bolt. Yep. Um, I have others, you know, stuff too. But I mean, it's just a preference thing. So, yeah. but if you're coming in the shop. And we want to encourage you to, to come in to uh, the shop uh, down here, 6201 Robinson, uh, here in Overland Park, and uh, check us out. And, man, look at our shotgun rack. we got yep. got all kinds of goodies up there. Yep. We've, and, we've uh, been filling it with all kinds of different yeah. things right now with everything going on. So we've got a lot of, like, Turkish clones of 870s. Mm-hmm. And that, that's kind of what I was getting at when, when I was talking about increased wear compared to a handgun. You know, people don't shoot their 
home defense guns quite as much, yeah. which they probably should. Uh, but with that being said, we've been getting in all kinds of 870 clones, Rock Islands, mm-hmm. all kinds of different things like that to fill the void of the lack of Remingtons right now. And Rock Islands have a pretty mm-hmm. decent track record. Yeah. I, mean, honestly, I, was messing, I was messing with one really that do. we got in the other day, and it's got uh, like a clone version of the Magpul furniture on it. Really? Uh, it's got a real short pump, so you could put a side saddle on it. Um, it's got the Magpul-style SGA stock, but it's not actually made by Magpul. And I think our price on it was like 400 bucks. Yeah. Uh, wow, I'd I'd run it if if I was on a budget, I'd absolutely yeah. be in, enthralled with that gun. Yeah, uh, it had a rib on the barrel, so you don't oh, have to look wow. down yeah, the barrel; nice. you can look over the top with a with a dual bead set up on there and everything. Mm-hmm. It's real nice. So, so. come on in, uh, check us out too. If you want to see uh, <laughs> him <laughs> go through the pain, uh, <laughs> you know, and and it actually shows you something. On that three inch too, but also uh, we'll show if you watch the video over on YouTube, you'll see all of uh, the targets, and uh, you'll be able to go through all of them, and and see what those loads uh, actually. You know, and there's a ton of different loads out there, so that's why he encouraged you. If you buy something, make sure you you come in the the range and and uh, go ahead and try it out. Yep. And make, uh, make sure to test what yeah. you run. Yeah. Uh, your life may depend on it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta test it. Yeah. Uh, that, that would be my big thing is, is, you know, my, my big parting, uh, piece of knowledge would be buy whatever you want, but make sure to test it and dial it in, mm. uh, make sure that it's good to go. That way when you need it, you're not trying to figure it out under stress. Absolutely. Well, we're going to end this podcast and I always want to encourage you to, uh, to listen to the next or listen to something we've done before. We've done uh, several with some, even with, uh, we've had Amanda on and, uh, uh, all kinds of stuff. CZ USA's, uh, Zach Hines been on, but, uh, check us out, uh, other episodes that we have. And if you're watching this, maybe part of this may be on YouTube. Uh, make sure that you smash the old like button. And, uh, as they say, and, and also subscribe. And uh, yeah, and uh, share with a friend, you know. If yeah, you bless bless that subscribe button with a little buckshot. Yeah, there you go. Hit it for us. There you yeah. go. Rock yeah. on with that. So, until next time, y'all, stay safe. And as we have behind us here, protect, compete, and learn at the bullet hole. And brought to you always by Custom Built Firearms. Whether you're at home, at the range, or in the field, Custom Built for life. So until next time, take care and be safe. <laughs>